0: Hang on! Hang on! Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time, They Might Be Giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I've got an old friend here and an old guest of the show. It's Missy Tate, and we're going to talk about first kiss and another first kiss. Here we go.
1: The morning alarm rings, I'm asleep but she's talking. Hi, missy <laughs> oh hi <laughs>
2: so, so,
0: i just dubbed you a, a member of the single digits club as in you were on episode seven of the podcast and, and
2: who, what was the song it was a. Uh,
0: you don't even remember what you don't no, even was, remember uh, you you went for another twofer just like with this one it's was why does the sunshine officially we also ah! did why the sun really shine why does the sun really yeah. shine?
2: Uh, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> and you picked another two for this one' cause
2: I did first kiss it's, it's, Another first I, kiss, yeah, I wanted to get you know an extra bang for my buck for being on the air here
0: no, you're like, I waited so long I had do I gotta do two <laughs> each time, yeah, I have to think about what the next one will be uh <laughs> yeah, so how are things in uh Portland?
2: uh it's been warm yeah warm warmish yeah it was very very warm and now it's moderately warm yeah <laughs> really. yeah,
0: about the same here it has been like creeping up in the yeah it was like mid 90s for like over a week and it's finally now just like bearable uh
2: we yeah we had a uh, hundred and six degree weather yeah. for a few days there and uh Most of Portland doesn't have air conditioning at all, so that makes it extra unbearable. But then uh, now it's it's back. I think it's like eighty four degrees right now, so uh, normal human temperatures.
0: Human temperatures, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, you remember Indiana? We like our air conditioning here. But uh, yeah. the one school I'm at and the one that I'm at tomorrow, uh, I just have, like, a crappy window unit type thing in my room. And Ooh. it's uh, either broken or dripping uh, into a, a trash can collecting <laughs> collecting the oh, water. No. Oh, or, no. Uh, yeah, or just cooling it half acidly. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um Yeah. Yeah. So when you um, were on before... I We probably talked about your whole story of and with They Might Be Giants. I'm sure we did. That was kind of the thing that I do yeah. with people on the first episode. I'm pretty sure back on episode seven, I was already. That was part of the show. I'm pretty sure from the get go.
1: You
2: you already had a routine going. yeah.
0: <laughs> Starting to settle into it. Uh, so people can go back and listen to episode seven if they haven't already to hear Missy's uh, the origin story. The origins, of, of for, I the don't even G remember fandom. the
2: origin story. Right <laughs> you have to go I, back and listen <laughs> to your own
0: episode, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but when you selected, because I believe you've been on for uh, First Kiss uh, as long as that, like I think your, your name has been sitting on yeah. there since then as well. Um, did you pick this song based on the sphere tire damage, First Kiss? Or the Minkar, another first kiss. What was the one that you like knew that was like the one the reason that you picked this song?
2: Ah, uh, Minkar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Another first kiss. Uh it actually was kind of one of mine and my ex's songs mm. together. Oh. Was that version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was—I mean, I was familiar with the 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 live one, but. Uh, oh, I, I feel like I've written down so many things to say about it, but then when I look at it, I, I feel like I can summarize everything I was getting ready to say, and then have nothing to say for the rest of the podcast. Uh, we
0: will spitball it. Don't you <laughs> worry. <laughs> All
2: right. So, um, I I think that the live the the original first kiss it bumps better. You know, it definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, well, let's let's just break that down then by itself. It might be hard to kind of split these okay. up uh, completely, but um, yeah, talking about, I mean, there are some lyrical changes between the two, but the yes. big difference is they're like completely different genres. And yeah. this is such a they might be giants' move to introduce their fans to a new song through a live version. Or like the song is never like when bands put out a live version, a live album, it's like essentially a greatest hits just played live, right. right? And they might be giants would be only you know one of the few bands that would pull off a move like this and be like, here's a new song has not been on anything, and then have the <laughs> audacity to change it completely when it does finally and
2: then come do onto an a album. studio version, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So severe tire damage came out in. um ninety eight so it was first played ninety seven uh in that incarnation uh and then but didn't make it onto a proper studio album you know for f- till, you know three years later right a main car but this one um like you said it slaps harder it is the power pop uh jam that i first did you say you 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 were aware of it which well which did you hear first
2: uh the main car version.
0: Okay. Yeah, cuz I heard this one first and I remember being utter- utterly confused when the main car version came on. Um <laughs>
2: I wonder if there is a if there if there's a consistency between who heard what first and and which one they prefer. You know, like if you ask the general population of of fans which one's your favorite? Also which one did you hear first, you
0: know? Yeah, I think there'd be a pretty big correlation with the favorite one being the first yeah, one yeah. they heard. People get uh, kind of stuck with I mean, it's how it works with a lot of yeah. things musically like like how you know, everyone that listens knows that Apollo 18 was the first they might be giants album I heard in full and that has remained my favorite album. To right. this day. It's like that thing that grabs you initially, it's like it's hard to hard to shake that. And even with just like right. a single song like this can be the same the same way. But what yeah. what do you like musically about the severe tire damage uh first kiss? Just leaving all the um, lyrics aside.
1: Uh,
2: leaving the lyrics aside?
0: Yeah, just musically, like uh instrumentally.
2: Well, I I I love that that power pop kick you know that that's just so very perfectly late 80s early 90s you know and it just sounds like like a garage band and and that's just my roots right there yeah. in general so yes I, I definitely feel moved by it I like the faster tempo of the song uh I kind of like the I, I can't talk about lyrics oh you made it difficult by by <laughs>
0: <laughs> ha ha! Now
2: you can no, talk about no. lyrics it's fine <laughs> uh, just um, I do like the simplicity of the chorus more. I feel like just kiss kiss you know like there something... kiss
0: chuck it kiss chuck it kiss chuck
2: it yeah it's <laughs> it's, those it's hits. so different from, yeah uh, spelling it out for you a little more, I think in the in the other version,
1: mm-hmm, um
2: so so but that the way that hits though is is a very different feel to it and um yeah it it uh it has more power behind it and energy behind it
1: mhm
0: mhm i'm looking here at the on the wiki at the credits and i'm a little confused by mm-hmm. the the, so Severe Tire Damage was kind of cobbled together from a f- few different live performances. It wasn't just like one mm-hmm. show. Um, but this song... Uh, so Dan Hickey's on drums on both of them. Um, uh, here you got Hale Cragen on bass, who was Monopuff's bassist and popped up a little bit yes. on Factory Showroom, but he was never like a full-time member of the band. Um, and then there's no... So then there's no Danny Weinkopf, Danny Weinkoff and there's no Dan Miller. But if this song was first played, whoa, on my birthday in 1997. It was first played August 29th, oh. 1997. They were already in the band by then. In 97.
1: That's
2: interesting. Right?
0: I mean, yeah, 97. I mean, because they were both on... Dr. Worm which was yeah. which then appeared as a studio version on uh severe tire damage. So unless well
2: it also it straight up does say that the song was originally developed as a Monopuff song.
0: It does. You know, actually, you know, I'm wow, I'm wrong about this. They uh, Dr. Worm is a weird anomaly that has all these other guys on it. Eric Senko oh, yeah. plays bass. That's not okay. Danny Wonkoff is not on Doctor Worm. Why have I thought for like my entire life that Danny Wankoff was on Doctor Worm? <laughs> Must not have. Uh, I don't know.
2: You've made it 160 episodes into this without having that
1: realization. Yeah, it's
0: funny. That was episode three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we weren't just like doing our research oh. enough back then. That's.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> it's embarrassing. I mean, I'll, I'll blame it on Kara. She was the the guest.
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah
0: so this was I, yeah i guess this was kind of that weird in between time for the band coming off the factory yeah. showroom and all that electra stuff that went down before they secured the full band of dan's but you do have dan hickey on it so it's just an yeah. odd it's an odd lineup of, of flans Linnell, hal Craig and, and dan hickey I, yeah I don't know if there's any others on severe it timers is. that have that exact lineup, but that is uh, that's a unique one. Because um, there are some really cool bass parts in it. It's like, oh, check out one cuff's bass parts. Then I go and check, and I'm like, that's not one cuff. That's how pretty <laughs> There's just some cool slides, like a lot of like octave slides up the neck and stuff like that. that yes. cool. Yeah, agreed. And I love that organ, that keyboard tone that Linnell's got. It really yes brings it into like that it does have that 90s power pop element but also takes it back to like the 60s garage bands like every yes. every band had an organ player you know i love that shit i
2: love it yep same
0: dan hickey though i've always been a big fan of dan hickey's drumming um dan hickey's got this cool uh Punk style. Even though when when I talked to him on the rest a while episode, he's like, "Yeah, I never really listened to punk growing up." I'm like, "Man, because you hit really? you hit hard like you grew up on punk rock," and he's That's just really like
2: fascinating. cracking
0: the shit out of the snare drum on this I, live version.
2: When I was driving to work today, I put on you know both of the versions to to you know like have it fresh in my brain for this podcast this evening and just. I was just like yeah, <laughs> it was yeah those yeah, drums yeah. it was yeah I was like Slums McKenzie <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then the boulder uh, fell on
0: me and crushed me <laughs> 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 Um and so I guess to transition over we could talk about lyrics I think the, the one funny little interjection okay. is the very the very beginning uh lyric doesn't make the transition over to minkar the morning alarm rings, alarm rings. never i honestly
2: put <laughs> <just>, yeah <laughs> I,
0: I love that but it i it d- completely disappears on the minkar version and then
2: i know. i i wonder why why that got removed because i really like that actually i
0: don't know it's just Flansfeld <laughs> it was something that had to be sung in a forceful tone i don't know yeah cuz then there's another know. build the plot thins. She's waiting, and it sounds a little more obvious. Yeah,
2: it, it, that's true. It's it's interesting. I do think because the the other version, the studio version, is so mellow and kind of uh, uh, what what am I trying to think? It's like like floating on, on in the water, you know. Uh, like it, yeah. it, it definitely has this completely different feel to it uh and so maybe things like that wouldn't stick out the the big thing that i don't like which i think a lot of people disagree uh it has to do with the lyric uh with the time machine
0: uh yes from the live version you like the time machine or you don't like the time machine?
2: i don't like the time machine, oh. <laughs> and i'll tell you why okay i'll, I'll tell you exactly why and There's this ambiguity mm-hmm. that, that gets lost when you, you spell out, oh, we're going to take a time machine to get our first kiss. Like, it's so, it, I like the ambiguity where you go, Is it, are they trying to recreate their first kiss? Are they literally going to have another first like, how? Are they going to make out with somebody else next to each other so they can have another first kiss? Are they trying to recreate, you know, a time gone by? I like that ambiguity to mm-hmm. it. I like that they don't spell it out for you. Sure, um, sure. So I go against the grain because I know that it's it's a lot more popular. I think to, uh, <laughs> to to be okay. With that time it's, machine alert, sorry. I had
0: to... fun thinking about time machines. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it is just such a "They Might Be Giants" thing to throw into a relationship That's song. That's <laughs> true,
2: and and it it adds to the uh, absurdity that that is "They Might Be Giants." Mm-hmm. But I still feel like the studio version is capable of of, of that. I don't know, the, the ambiguity and the absurdity, you know, like kind of together and i i really like that about it
1: mm-hmm.
2: so that's my defense for the studio version
1: <laughs> of the song sure
0: sure yeah uh it's, i was looking at okay one other a very minuscule change i noticed on the severe tire damage version we've got other women were too sentimental but in yes. the mink car we've got other people were too sentimental. other people
2: were too sentimental yeah
0: What's with the change? Which is
2: interesting. Well, <laughs> I feel like the first one kind of puts blame on the women being sentimental as opposed to like the other version is just like, you know what? It could be also my fault for getting too sentimental too.
0: hmm. You know? Worrying about my
2: hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Why I, not? It, it could be... It, any any side of the relationships could get too sentimental, mm-hmm. but we're not those people, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at the um. I've I've never tried learning either of these on guitar, but I was looking at uh the two guitar oh, charts that guitar. are on the wiki yeah. and.
2: Oh, they're simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, I'm not the,
2: good at guitar and I think I could play it.
0: <laughs> the funny thing uh, is that it is pretty firmly in the key of C, but mm-hmm. it starts with A major and D major, which are not in the key of C. If you're in the key of C, it should be an A minor. It should be a D right. minor. So this this is a, a fun little trick. It's a completely throw off the song right from the start by right. setting it up to be in this other key and then settle immediately into something else. It's, it's a very odd and, move, but it's not well, the only and, time they've done it. It's <laughs> from what I've figured out.
2: That's true. But when you hear it, like it, they They successfully pull it off in such a way that it doesn't seem and maybe it's just because I've heard it so many times, but it doesn't seem like a surprise to me whenever it leads into that next c yeah
0: no I you know no like i never I didn't realize that until I started looking at it, but I'm like maybe that kind of explains like it almost has this weird tension like the tension releases in an odd way because going from a d major to a C major, like it's not a it's not a very satisfying resolve. Like, you know. No. N- normally like if you're in the key of A or and going from the D back to an a like that would settle nicely but a d major just going right next door to a c major it's just a very odd change and it creates very interesting it creates this tension like right away and then it happens again it does that it does the same a and the d on the plot thins she's waiting
2: yeah and you know especially with the the way the lyrics are uh The morning alarm rings Mm -hmm. is like this jarring thought. So, like lyrically, it makes sense because he's waking up. Oh, oh," and then it's like I'm asleep, but she's talking. You know, like that's uh, yeah, it's a jarring thing to have the alarm, you know, wake you up and then you settle in. Oh, she's I'm I'm trying to be asleep, but she's talking to me. I like it. That's all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and then so I went and looked at the the guitar tab for the main car version, and I'm like, well, surely Ooh. this one has been smoothed out, and it's just all in C. But then I go and look, yes. and the little intro guitar on this one is also, that they double it up, A, D, A, D, and then Whoa. it settles into C. So the little A section is still in there.
2: They kept it in.
0: And even... The, they they even lay into it more when it goes to the instrumental portions between the the chorus and then also on the solo it's like they I don't know yeah I think they're going into the key of A actually which is yeah they like go fully into the key of A cuz then you get uh you know the the D would be the 4 chord and the E would be the 5 chord they start yeah. introducing this E major and there was no E major in the uh, severe tire version but you get this E major coming in yep. on the break and on the solo so there's just like a key change just when the lyrics stop they just change the key and then they go back Yeah, and then, then the solo they change key and then they go back and yeah, and even again, F, F sharp minor in, uh, yeah, in the solo. As oh, well. there it is.
2: You're right. That's very interesting that they chose to do that, and it works so well.
0: Yeah, and again, like, you, uh, yeah, neither of us noticed that there was a key change in there. So that's a that's yeah. that's a good that's a good key change right there. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think if you can't
2: even tell it's happening right you've succeeded
0: <laughs> I, I also think one of the most most tasteful little changes on the Minkar car version was the very uh last or for the last chorus, and we'll be happy anyway so and it goes to an f from an f major to an f minor seven instead of going to that last yes. g that F minor seven, that seventh chord, that jazzing it up there and kind of letting it yes. hang is, uh,
1: anyway. you know, <laughs> as the kids, kids.
0: say, "Chef's kiss." Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to, Mwah. hard to sing that one a cappella because, like, you need that different chord underneath. You there have, to, to have to have the to chord,
2: yeah, to really make it. But it's it's beautiful. I I just I really love it. So good <laughs> as a whole.
0: So in the main car so, version, then we've got the full band of Dan's. Dan Hickey, Dan Weinkoff, Dan Miller. uh, Mm -hmm. Flans and Linnell, of course. And then on keyboards, we also get R.I.P. Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne.
1: I know.
2: I know. Uh, You know, I just finished watching all of uh, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And so when I realized that he was on, that that, that he uh, did this, I just, like, almost cried. I was like, I'm so honored that I get to, like... (laughs) do another first kiss
0: yeah it's uh yeah they were they were collaborating with him quite a bit around this period Mm -hmm. um he produced the song you know so there's like his touches uh, you know all over it i don't know if he had anything to do with like the little drum machine that's at the beginning or anything like that but seems like he's uh he might be like the johns a a good uh a drum programmer like he pops up on uh Man, It's So Loud in Here, and some other stuff that features Drum Machine. Um, so he may have had a hand in that, but that would just be me guessing.
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Fountains of Wayne, you know what? I forgot to check this out. In the trivia here, the melody played after almost every chorus in the song is strikingly yeah. similar to a melody played on Utopia Parkway, a song by Fountains of Wayne.
2: So they're saying the the chorus, or the, did they say that the soloing bit uh,
0: The melody that plays after the choruses in
2: uh,
1: the yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is
0: it that Yeah. That's
2: absolutely exactly the same as the It's all like just slight variation. It's
0: slight very, variation. Very but I mean again it is one of those little like one handed keyboard lines like you know, like when yeah. every pop punk band started having like a Moog in it. And it was just like that one yeah. little... Dee, dee, <laughs> exactly. dee, 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 dee. Let's yeah, do something. <laughs> I, dee,
1: dee.
2: I don't know how to play.
0: The, <laughs> you ever <laughs> take <laughs> piano lessons? <laughs> and, just no. Just man.
1: Nope.
2: Let's just doodle, doodle, doodle. And <laughs> it, it, I mean, it kind of, when you make it a little bit more of a minor key, it kind of sounds like the... Um, uh, the Well, what is it called? The un... uh Unsolved mysteries theme or something like that.
1: <laughs> <It's>
0: like <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we didn't read this other trivia blip here. So oh, oh, the oh. yeah, so there was this thing called a song by song drive through of Mink Car. And uh, they say, Straight ahead love songs are relatively uncharted territory for us, but we are very happy with the results here. It's hard to say something new in such a familiar form, but we hope it's worth saying anyway. Um, Yeah, and they say the song has been largely rewritten from its original incarnation. Um, So straight ahead love songs. Now that was what I was going to ask you about. Do you think this is a straightforward love song? Because... I was thinking about it, thinking about it. I actually dipped into the interpretations a little bit to see what people thought. Me too. Some people, yeah, think it is just an act, actually just a love song, and everyone else is looking for that that little sinister hint in it to make it a, yeah. thing like a giant song that it's actually about a, a breakup or something. What are your thoughts on that?
2: So uh, I I I feel like it was a straight up love song. I had never really considered that the last lyrics of of both versions well we've run out of things to say and we'll be happy anyway like that that could be interpreted as we've run out of things to say so we're going away in the end
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh i never had taken it like that before what did you what did you think Same. of it as a love song yeah i did yeah. i
0: did yeah as one of those yeah i took it kind of as one of those things where like you know, like it's the best thing when you see like an elderly couple like walking, holding hands or something yeah. and like they're not, they're not saying anything like they've, you know, they've shared their whole lives together. They they spend every minute together, you know, it's right. like, you know, it's not necessarily bad that they don't have anything to say in that moment. They're still just, you know, they're enjoying each other's company and they love each other, but they don't need to be filling the air with with sound talking you know every
2: right. every second it's they're they're past the new love phase they're not a puppy dog love anymore they're a deeper love and uh but they still have the, that moment you know the the special moment let's have another first kiss cuz a first kiss is like that that the fireworks you right. know that's where mm-hmm. the fireworks happen so they want to recreate that but they don't need it all the time they're they're comfortable with their uh, where they have come to, you know, in this relationship, but also let's spice it up. Let's have another first kiss. <laughs> let's get those fireworks going every now and then.
0: And possibly build a time <laughs> machine or maybe not.
2: And yeah,
0: depending on what mood <laughs> we're in.
2: <laughs> my my favorite version, hold on, let me see if I can find it. There was an interpretation that said well, there was an interpretation that said that it was about getting married because that's the only other time you could have another first kiss. Okay. You have your first kiss as a couple and then you have your first kiss married.
0: All right. But Mm
2: -hmm. my favorite one, uh, let me see if I can find it. They were convinced that the time machine was more significant than uh, what you would think, but it was literally, I can't find it. Oh, The Woman Who Folded Herself. Another First Kiss is a song about a woman who travels back in time to have a love affair with herself. (laughs) (laughs) The song even has a reference to a time machine. That's why she's walking around in all of my clothes. The older version of herself is literally wearing the same clothes (laughs) brought back from the future. (laughs) I thought that was the funniest interpretation
0: of all yeah that's pretty creative right there i, mean,
2: <laughs> I know
0: right <laughs> so there's no man in this scenario at all it's just not at all one person love affair with their, themselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've run out of things to say i don't know yeah talking to myself
2: yeah i've run out of really things to
0: say i've said all the things to myself, <laughs> myself that i can think of <laughs>
2: So funny. Uh, So I I feel like and and they had said it actually in that trivia uh, that they don't do a ton of love songs. You know that's not really their forte. And what I really like about all of the songs that they've done that I can think of that are kind of love songs, uh, New York City she's an angel like in that vein Mm -hmm. they're they're good at being sweet but not saccharine you know Mm -hmm. i feel Mm -hmm. and i really really like that interpretation that that they do with that they they i don't know it's 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 nerdy love you know (laughs) right nerdy kind of love (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i
0: appreciate it. it no other way yes Yeah, yeah, well, that's because, and that's why people are always, they're they're looking for this, the sinister twist here, there's got to be something wrong with this relationship, it's like, well, it's like pet name would be a good example of that, like, it sounds like kind of a sweet song, but, uh, but then, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't like when you call me that, it's like, why do you keep (laughs) calling me that, Uh, (laughs) this is not a good pet name, this is, you're, you're getting under my skin kind of thing. Right. Um, Yeah. Or I mean, usually if it's a LNL love song, someone ends up dying. That's usually how that goes. But (laughs) Flames is, you know, if one, if one of them can pull off an actual love song, it would be Flames.
2: Oh, that's why I thought it was, it was interesting because in my head, I had no thought that this could be a sinister song. And, but then whenever I started reading people's interpretations, I was oh of course they would think that because you know <laughs> it's like who's
0: like who's singing it? I mean, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The actually yeah, the very first interpretation I was noticing on this one mentions pet name. An utterly unromantic oh. love song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um yeah, I, know. I wouldn't say it's totally unromantic i mean you know the the image of you know a woman walking around in like a guy's shirt is something you see yeah. in like a million movies and stuff like that it's like yeah you know that's not just i mean unless you take it as just like oh it's just everyday clothing we just like trade trade <laughs> tra- just trade pants you
1: know? <laughs>
0: we wear the same size <laughs> We're Uh, the
2: same size, and I look great in these clothes.
0: (laughs) I got the hips to fill it out.
2: (laughs) The man (laughs) hips. Those Uh, man (laughs) hips. It's like you you start dating someone, and you get the uniform boyfriend sweater. There's a rule.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's for for the nice occasions. You got to have the one nice sweater, right? (laughs)
2: <laughs> or or maybe she showed up at his doorstep completely nude and it was terrible and he felt <laughs> horrible for her and he was like, here, here's all my clothes. Put them on. Help me, the Cyclops tore off all of my clothes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's how they had their first kiss. He yeah. gave her some clothes and, and then, she repaid him with a kiss.
0: Oh, yeah. And then they took all the clothes back off. (laughs) Cowabunga. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's
0: one person says, I remember reading an interview with Flans where he mentioned that most couples end up sharing each other's clothes at some point. So that's what that layer's about. Do they, though?
2: I mean, uh, aside from the boyfriend sweater, I don't know that I really borrowed that many of my dude's clothes in the I past
0: i think maybe a couple of my old t-shirts as they become worn out have become Cara's sleeping shirts
2: yeah that, that, that would that's, be
0: that's, yeah
2: that is how i have done it as well
0: that'd be the only uh, thing or
2: like painting shirts for me you know sure, <laughs> like, oh you right. don't want that shirt anymore i'll use it to paint and.
0: right right hmm <laughs> yeah and and yeah, there's people arguing here that that another first kiss isn't a romantic sentiment at all, says one person. Uh that what are they saying that they that the person wants to cheat. Oh. They want another first kiss. They have to go elsewhere.
2: I mean, I don't think. Maybe so. <laughs> if you if you think about uh I, like, I don't understand why they would do that if if you also are talking... Other people are too sentimental and always worrying about their hair. We don't need to waste our time with those guys. Is Like, that's exactly how I would interpret that. We don't uh, need to worry mm-hmm. about those jerks. We've got each other. Let's do another first kiss ourselves. Right. I don't see that at all being, uh, I want to cheat or... <laughs> Have
0: an ethically non-monogamous relationship. <laughs> <even>. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, I, there are other slight lyrical variations. I don't know if they would sli- if they would play into the interpretation at all, but mm. in the PowerPop version, we've got the "How about another first kiss?" Because that really does not seem like they're like "How about I go and kiss someone else?" They're saying, yeah. telling their partner, "How about another first kiss?" I want another first kiss. And then in the main car version, it's got it being said by both people how about another first yeah. kiss she said how about another first kiss i said i said yeah.
2: i want another first kiss like this what is this what it that that's the other thing
0: like this like yeah.
2: like this first kiss that was not in front of us so it shouldn't be this but that
0: yeah yeah oh yeah that's that line is not in the yeah the, the chorus is much more yeah no cuz it's just kiss 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 abrupt in yeah in the in the power pop one um Or is it just because this rhymes nicely with kiss?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm sure that's the answer. (laughs) Absolutely. Probably.
0: Yeah. But either way, I'd say I don't think it seems like they're wanting to kiss other people.
2: Yeah. I I can't imagine. Because there's something a lot more sentimental about recreating your first kiss or something like that. uh, Which Mm -hmm. makes a much better reason to write a song. and <laughs> I want to go kiss other people.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well,
0: it is the Giants. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: true,
0: too. So. I wrote this song for uh, you, baby. It's about how I'm going to walk out on you. I'm going <laughs> to sleep my way around town. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, right, right in the drive through of Mink Car, they say it's a straight-ahead love song. Sometimes they're not to be believed, but in this case, I think it is... A love song. But in the They Might Be Giants way, it's like a typical love song would be about that first kiss, whereas the They Might Be Giants song is about a moment in time that's way past that first kiss.
2: Right, exactly.
0: So I think we can agree on that. Should we head to the covers section? Oh, we should the cover section so first yes. uh the only cover i could find of first kiss as in the severe tire damage version is a gal named whitney gardner and she's playing it on the ukulele so i will drop that in right here
1: i'm asleep, but she's talking to Decided long ago, we built the time machine and go. Now, about another first kiss, 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 baby. I want another first kiss.
0: Other women were too sentimental. Did you have a chance to listen to these? Before. i
2: did i yeah. listened to them i even tried to find more original first kisses and i couldn't find anything either
0: yeah it's also hard to search for because another first kiss works a little better but when you search first yeah. kiss there's a million songs i know like i said most people would write that song about the first kiss whereas another yeah. first kiss makes it a little more unique um I love all these people that give little spiel's before their covers.
1: Uh huh.
2: Like, she's sick. so cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good, right?
2: Yeah, she's really good, and she even prefaced it with "I have a cold right yeah. now," so I'm choosing the song. But then she has that um, that soft cadence to her uh, to her voice yeah. that that even like with a cold just sounds really good and almost has. Uh, that vocal fry to it that, like, (laughs) really... I don't know. I didn't listen to any of her other music to, like, know uh, what she normally sounds like outside of Head Cold Land, but uh, I thought that she did an adorable job of it. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then let's head to... um, Brett. Yeah. Off of the Hello Radio compilation, a pretty prominent... uh, TMBG covers compilation uh, from back in the day. Uh, Brett Cole doing another first kiss. We're into the another first kiss section of the covers already. (laughs) Okay, let's check this one out. It's a good cover, but I almost wish it stayed in that realm that it started in. It starts out like just so sparse and distant <laughs> with this piano, just way off,
2: yeah but like, then it ends the up turning like into this? it ends up turning into what sounded like like. A karaoke version of the song you know like it just was <laughs> it didn't it didn't
1: have that a lot like of a variation diss. Yeah. From
2: the original. no I don't mean for it to sound like a diss it just didn't it was very well done but it could have been more original mm-hmm. with the cover I felt like
0: I like the sound of the keyboard it's like a Rhodes piano kind of sound to it
2: yeah it's got
0: a pretty cool sound to it and the um The guitar solo has this like real nice sustained distortion on it. Yeah, pretty cool. So it's definitely it it's 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 vibing. It doesn't go out real far on a limb. Which that that little ambient introduction, it's, I was like, "Holy cow, what's this gonna yeah. be like?"
2: And then, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I dig it. I don't not dig it. <laughs>
0: And then hopping over to Lindsay Moon.
2: Oh, man. On YouTube. I'm asleep, but
0: she's talking to me. She's walking. a lot of subscribers um, I noticed yeah
2: she also, the video that she has set to this makes me smile <laughs> a lot it's just like old black and white movies of of the like famous scene of all of the movies and it's oh you know, yeah 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 so much warm
0: and fuzzy it's it's very cute oh and so people can find her it's Lindsay is spelled a little uniquely it's l y n s e y. Lindsay, there's no D in Lind, it's not Lindsay, it's just Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. Moon. And so we've got more ukulele, mm-hmm. but it's a more polished, recorded version mm-hmm. with some percussion, some melodica that comes in later.
2: It's got a nice little shaker going on, oh, and the yeah. melodica made me so happy. I'm I'm a nerd for melodica, so as soon as I heard it, I was like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I kind of love a good shaker, right?
2: Yeah. And and with the style that she's doing this in, it all just fits together so perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's got that nice soft indie feel to it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely uh, fits right into that indie pop, that kind of twee. Yeah. Feeling, and then when those harmonies come in, yeah, it's real.
2: I know she nails those harmonies. Real sweet. Uh huh.
0: Real sweet. Uh, over to SoundCloud for uh george's new songs is the channel but when it's three years old is it a new song i don't know i mean but still this is is a pretty classic song to be covering at this point so i don't know yeah george's new takes on old songs is what he should call it but the SoundCloud (laughs) channel is so you got soundcloud.com slash the legend bros tv dash luna <laughs> i don't know this looks like bro i'm like brost v, i'm like oh bros tv
2: bros okay. tv the
0: legend bros tv i don't know why that is it's the <laughs> channel but yeah george let's hear what you got
1: I'm asleep but she's talking to me She's walking around wearing all of my clothes As she runs out of things to say And grabs my coat to walk away How about another first kiss she said How about another first kiss I said I want another first kiss like this. How about another first kiss?
0: What do you think of George? We got more Shaker.
2: Is <laughs> I know, more Shaker. Uh, I think that he's a fan of Weezer or maybe Presidents of the United States or I can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah. But one of those '90s garage bands.
0: Yeah, something about the the vocal style and like the strumming pattern. Yeah. There's some wild tempo fluctuations in this. I know. That's gonna throw he me does. Out.
2: He does not have a, a. He's not mixing this through a program to make sure he's <laughs> staying in tempo. Yeah, there's no click track here. No.
0: That's all right. The he has hashtagged it smooth rock. <laughs> <laughs> which... <laughs> the temper changes are not as smooth as I would think I still enjoy it though
2: yeah me too for sure I like it <laughs> I, I'd be curious for him to like hear this and then chime in and tell me who his favorite band is because I know I'm not hitting which band it is uh, besides they might be giants obviously but uh there's a sound and I can't quite put my finger on which band it is mm-hmm Yeah, yeah. He likes one of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, George. Tell me what
2: band you like.
0: Sometimes I do comment on these, uh, like, "Hey, I'm playing your cover on a podcast." (laughs) Some on occasion they will reply. Not always though. Uh, And then over on Bandcamp, Uh, so for the 10th anniversary of Mink Car, there was a Mink Car tribute compilation. Uh, just called Mink Car Cover, I guess, <laughs> was the name mm-hmm. of the compilation. Uh, yeah, they're actually, there's a 20th anniversary covers compilation coming together. A bunch of people I know are on Holy it. Holy
1: moly. I did
0: not have uh, the bandwidth to be doing more. They might be Giants covers after <laughs> Purple Toupe came out. Um, but this was, uh, yeah, so this one, I mean, this is the early days of Band Campus. Came out in uh, so 2011. Right. Um, Let's check out MC (laughs) Frontalot doing another first kiss.
1: (laughs) I'm asleep but she's talking to me She's walking around wearing all my clothes As she runs out of things And grabs my coat to walk away How about another first kiss? She said, how about another first kiss?
0: Yeah, did you check out the uh the lineup on this thing? No, I haven't Well, it's got uh Storm from Paul and Storm is doing background vocals oh. on it. And Ooh. it's got uh two guys from the band Weedus, the teenage dirtbag band, yeah. are involved with this.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. With this track or the album as a whole?
0: With this track.
2: Oh. Yeah. See, my original thought was finally <sighs> I I ha- I found the perfect marriage between They Might Be Giants and the nineties glam rock band Orgy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forgot about that
1: band. <laughs>
0: Orgy. That's something. Yeah, the <laughs> Whoever the uh, MC Frontalot is, I don't know anything else about him, but the the <laughs> vocal style, like the little, like the peppiness of it, and like the real, yeah. like the real like staccato, like he takes these ex, these notes that flames would extend and kind of makes them real pointy, like sentimental.
2: Yeah, and then they have that like flange over the voice too. Is it a flange? I'm not listening to it right now as you are, but yeah, and and it just adds that like.
0: There's a lot of effects going on. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's there's some stuff going on. I think this is definitely the most unique cover.
0: Yeah, that's why I had to save it for Uh, last. (laughs) It's
2: it's, but in the best weirdest way possible.
0: Yeah, it's very, very interesting. There's a lot to dig into on that one. That's fun.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a fun one. Um, and that is it for the cover section. There were a couple other Ooh. another first kisses that I found that were maybe a little more uh, slapdash or not as uh, cute. So Ooh. we'll just leave, those out. But the song we'll has leave been, those out. I mean, the song is it, pretty hey. well liked to be covered so much.
2: If anybody uh, listens to this and they had a cover online and you didn't play that cover on this, now they're going to think that you thought that they were terrible.
0: <laughs> ah, I don't know about the show. One um. guy was like German or something. And not my German friend Noah, some other German guy. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I was thinking, though, is that the submissions for the uh, this current round of the the minkar covers thing they're i mean it hasn't been released yet so yeah. there will be another cover or two that could be good
2: coming out mm. shortly but i'm excited
0: uh right now though it's time to score this song now here's oh. here's my dilemma though do we score it as two songs i I kind of think that we should score yeah
2: I absolutely think because they're yeah. two very different entities,
0: so scoring first kiss and then also scoring another first kiss so uh you gotta go first, what do you think what's uh what's what's first kiss r- falling in mm. at?
2: Am I am I doing this on a score of a a one to the eight million songs that they have? (laughs) No, we're not
0: we're not ranking them. We're going one to ten, and you can use
2: decimals. Okay, all right. Uh, First kiss. I'm going for a seven out of ten. I love it. It's very sentimental to me, but. Again, coming back to the, the ambiguity of, of having the time machine, which, yes, I know I get it. It's a very, they might be giant thing to do, but I like the ambiguity um, um, and, and all the different interpretations that went in and, and that we just looked at and talked mm-hmm. about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, those all go away if you factor in a time machine.
1: <laughs> right. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if that's a seven, then where's another first kiss?
2: Oh, it's a nine for me. It's it is one of my absolute favorite songs uh as a whole. I I think I even scored it higher than you know the ones that I've known longer and stuff. It holds mm. so much sentimentality for me, I can't, you know, dismiss that. Sure. So it's it's a nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. What about you?
0: Ooh, yeah. See, this one, it's funny. For the longest time, I thought I liked the Power Pop version better. Even though Mink Car is one of my favorite they might be Giant albums. probably my third favorite mm-hmm. they might be Giant Um What's number two?
2: You said all 18's number one. Yes, okay. Lincoln would be number okay. two. And nice. then Mink Car.
0: All right. Uh-huh. Um, but I realized how much more like thought went into another first kiss? It's there's yeah. just like it's a lot more tasteful, it's a lot more fleshed out. It also plays an important role in the track listing on Mink Car. Whereas like yeah. for a live album, just like pounding through another rocker would be the 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 good choice. But for yeah. an album, given that nice ballad, uh, you know, in, in Mint an album that's very eclectic as it is, you know, get that ballad in there. Um, it, it fills a really good role in that album. So, but just stalling for time. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think um, they've done a lot of really good power pop songs over the years and this one only having a live album you know talking about first kiss only having a live version and not there's not a proper studio version of the power pop first kiss um mm-hmm. i think i'm probably gonna go a 6.9 on that and um oh i didn't know we could do <laughs> i told you you could do decimals i said it
2: it's oh, on record oh, okay. rewind the oh. tape
0: oh,
2: <laughs> i i, 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 I... i'm tired my brain hurts
0: (laughs) i'm going 6.9 on first kiss and 7.9 on another first kiss nice yes
2: that is is, what is the lowest you have ever rated always
0: asking that and i tell them well, you must not have listened to every episode, um, but I can't even 160 remember. One hundred and sixty Let's see. I believe it is still. Oh, it's on Earth, my Nina. I gave it three point five.
2: Whoa.
0: Yeah. Well, do you know that song? Off of no, long, I don't. Weekend. It's a very. Go go listen to the Thunderbird slash On Earth, My Nina. It's another twofer because there are these two songs that uh are linked. And to entice you, just know that I gave Thunderbird a nine and On Earth Whoa. by Nina a 3.5 but the two songs are linked somehow and you will have to find right. out by listening to the episode <laughs> I, I will
2: check it out I got a
0: lot of good feedback on that episode that was a fun one and a, a massive one but uh, it, is there anything that you want to plug for the people or tell them about or tell them where to find you uh,
2: well uh, I am the administrator of the um Church of Decemberism? I don't know, there's a thing. <laughs> we didn't really get into that, but uh Who else likes the
0: Decemberists? I think a lot yep. of you nerds do. They're another nerd yep.
2: band. <laughs> yep, another nerd band. Uh you can find the Church of Decemberism on Facebook with a quick Facebook search and uh it's just a lot of shit posting and fun, you know. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that that's it. <laughs> yeah
0: They might have, Giants fans love shit posting as well. There's a they might be shit posting. Yep. <laughs> it gets a lot of fills up a lot of my facebook feed
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> people can find this might be a podcast at this might be twitter this might be pod uh send me emails this might be a pod at gmail leave me voicemails at 224-801-2930 and go and rate and review the podcast i always forget to say that but apparently it helps people find the show but thank you to all of you that have already found the show you are awesome and Yay. thank you missy for being on again after so long it's good to talk to you
2: i know i've missed you greg <laughs> you
0: too and let's i will do tell it again yes and let's In another
2: 160 episodes uh, let's,
0: yeah we'll get Kara on the next one so we can all <laughs> chat and it barely be about the song it'll just
2: I
1: like that
0: bunch of chit-chat
1: <laughs> Alright She said How about another First kiss I said I want another First kiss like this How about another